Another week, another seven days around the sun. From a far off outpost in the Netherlands of Konus comes another edition of Wilderness of Mirrors. I actually had planned today to talk, talk about a variety of topics, including some updated intel information and then I took a step back and I was thinking about the upcoming 4th of July holiday and celebrating the release of tyranny all those years ago, celebrating our freedom. And I was thinking about freedom in particular and all those places that I've been where freedom is not a given. And in reflection, once again, I realized that freedom is something we should never take for granted. So how do you define freedom? Freedom is the freedom to say that two plus two makes four. If that is granted, all else follows. George Orwell, 1984. We read about freedom, dream about freedom, celebrate the idea of freedom, advocate and hope for freedom. But what do we mean by freedom? Freedom means many things to many people. Freedom can mean having the opportunity to vote for a particular idea or for people who best represent our views. Freedom can refer to the concept of freedom of speech, the ability to freely voice personal opinions or perspectives. Others may understand freedom in a financial context where people seek to free themselves of financial debt, outstanding credit, and bur burdensome loans. But what does freedom look like? Does it look like a voter's ballot or someone walking out of prison? Is it seen in being able to buy anything a person wants or in owing anything to anyone? Freedom is defined by Merriam-Webster as the quality or state of being free, such as the absence of necessity, coercion, or constraint in choice or, or action, liberation from slavery or from the power of another, boldness of conception, or execution and a political right. But freedom's more complicated than being able to do whatever we want. Taken too far, that approach would lead to dangerous anarchy, every person for themselves. Certainly freedom can mean the right to do, think, believe, speak, worship, gather, or act as one pleases, but only until your choices start to infringe on another person's freedom. Consider each of our freedoms as fitting into one of two categories, freedoms of and freedoms from. This point was made by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in his State of the Union Address delivered on January 6, 1941, where he said, we look forward to a world founded upon four essential human freedoms. The first is freedom of speech and expression everywhere in the world. The second is freedom of every person to worship God in his own way, everywhere in the world. The third is freedom from want, which translated into world terms means economic understanding, which will secure to every nation a healthy peacetime life for its inhabitants, everywhere in the world. The fourth is freedom from fear, which translated into world terms means a worldwide reduction of armaments to such a point and in such a thorough fashion that no nation will be in a position to commit an act of physical aggression against any neighbor anywhere in the world. 
There is no vision of a distant millennium. It's a definite basis for a kind of world attainable in our own time and generation. In that same speech, Roosevelt said, there's nothing mysterious about the foundations of a healthy and strong democracy. The basic things expected by our people of their political and economic systems are simple. They are equality of opportunity for youth and for others, jobs for those who can work, security for those who need it, the ending of special privilege for the few. The preservation of civil, li civil liberties for all, the enjoyment of the fruits of scientific progress and a wide and constantly rising standard of living. These are simple basic things that must never be lost sight of in the turmoil and unbelievable complexity of our modern world. The strength of our economic and political systems is dependent upon the degree to which they fulfill these expectations. In other words, if the nation loses its liberties, freedoms, and opportunities, then a nation shall be no more. Securing freedom from fear and freedom from want almost always includes collective organized action. That kind of activity is often carried out most effectively and efficiently, although admittedly not perfectly, by a governing body of some sort. If we want to live in a society where freedoms are protected and where the opportunity to exercise freedom is assured, we have to rely on some form of governance. So today I ask you, as you reflect upon what freedom means to you and as you celebrate this July 4th weekend, our Independence Day, take some time to reflect. Ask yourself, what does freedom mean to you? What freedoms are most important to you? And if you had to choose the most important and least important freedom, what would they be and why? Ask yourself if, if we can do better, not just as individuals, but as a nation. And then ask yourself what you can do to further that cause. Regardless of your definition of freedom, the one thing that I don't think anyone should argue or could argue over is how precious freedom is. Let's not forget that as we celebrate this July 4th, our Independence Day. So as always, thank you for listening. That's it for this week's edition of Wilderness of Mirrors. May God bless you and your family and keep you safe. And as a reminder, this information presented is gathered from open source material, publicly available, and is not classified in any manner. This material is presented for information purposes only, and listeners are highly encouraged to conduct their own research from reliable sources outside of mainstream media. It is not presented for profit, but for informational purposes only, and my opinions are my own. Be safe, until next time.